You're listening to Lockdown Lemonade, a podcast about life in lockdown with me, Andrew Walker. Ten years ago, I sold out of my daily grind in the big city and moved to the countryside to become a freelance writer. And although I didn't realise it at the time, being a freelance writer is basically the career equivalent of self-isolation, and it meant that I started social distancing by mistake in 2010. Now we're in lockdown and something strange has happened. I'm having more face-to-face meetings and conversations than ever before via Zoom, House Party, FaceTime and Skype. So, weirdly, lockdown has made me less socially distanced than I was before the lockdown. Now, I'm intrigued by this, so I've decided to record conversations in lockdown and start reconnecting with people I used to follow on social media but never actually see or speak to for real. I'm going to be taking a moment to have a drink with them and find out what other unexpected goodies lockdown has bought people. Because when life gives you lemons, they say make lemonade. So when life gives you lockdown, make lockdown lemonade. You know what? I'm just not sure about that. I might not go with that. I I might come up with a different title. Okay, so this is what I'm talking about. This is the first lockdown lemonade, by the way. This is super exciting for me. I know I shouldn't say super exciting. I said super exciting the other day. And someone went, oh, God, you sound like my dad. (laughs) And uh, what I didn't tell them is that actually I, I was their dad. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, that would have totally ruined. Save that for a save that for a later revelation. That would have massively ruined his day, right? So I'm just. <laughs> what I'm going to do though is I'm going to pop my homemade kefir because of course it's lockdown, right? So you, although we don't have a lot, there's a story to the kefir. I'll tell you. But if I go, oh, oh God, oh Jesus, oh. That wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely covered in it, man. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, right. I apologise that when I'm... you watch this back, you'll see that my first reaction was to laugh. Uh, I'm just going to... I'm going to get a towel. Uh, hang on a second. I'm going to get a towel. Okay. That's my friend Ben Ryan talking, and he's a hypnotherapist. He helps people quit smoking and lose weight and get over their nerves for their driving tests and all that kind of stuff. But he also runs the Sudbury Therapy Rooms, which is a small health centre in Sudbury, uh, near where I live, and that's where people go for counselling, psychotherapy, and for yoga and well-being and all kinds of interesting and, and important ways to sort yourself out. I, I resent, I've only got Lou Roll to hand. Now I resent, obviously, given the the nature of the crisis, um, mm. I am being profligate now. And I don't have that much Lou Roll left. But, you know, um, this is all my... You weren't one of the Lou Roll hoarders. No, no, I just, because, you know, I mean, presumably people know that the cold um, affects the other end of your body, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so there's a slight element of, um, uh, you know, yeah, what do you want to do with all that loo paper? Is it just purely you want to be, maybe it's a, secu- I think it's a security thing. Oh, it, it, it totally is. I saw it unfold. I, I don't know if I just happened to catch the right programs, but I knew it was happening as it was happening. I saw an, a news report that was clearly a journalist looking for a looking for a story looking for something to be sensationalist about they yeah. didn't have anything new to say so they talked about how there was a, a shop somewhere where there'd been a run on loo roll no pun intended <laughs> um, that 
you know, they'd, uh, you know, and this shop had sold out and then no one could buy any. Yeah. Now that was, it was just one shop. They just under ordered or they just had a bit, you know, someone had come in and bolt bought or whatever. And uh, it was a news report. Uh, this this shop's run out of um, loo roll. Yeah. And uh, I saw it and I thought that's going to, just that news report is going to start a, a panic buy thing, you know. And the next day I saw another news report from another thing saying there's a whole region of, I don't know, if, I think it was the UK. Um, there's a whole region have run out of toilet paper. And I thought, here we go. This is, you know, now everyone's going to go, oh, shit, there's a loot roll shortage. It's going to, yeah. you know, and it did. And it took about three or four days between me seeing that first thing and there being a global loot roll shortage. At that moment, I realised something very important. Never open a bottle of home-fermented fizzy kefir uh, over uh, your workstation because in my case that's uh, my Zoom H6 recorder, two monitors my keyboard um, a stack of Lassie rugged hard drives a whole bunch of SD cards uh, an Amazon Fire tablet an uh, Alexa Echo Show, uh, my Bowser Wilkins noise cancelling headphones speakers, my Mac workstation obviously uh, and, and also my, my Canon EOS 50 vlog Oh, you know what? Oh, just, oh, you know, one of those moments where you just go, no, no, you know, just got started with the project. Then while I was doing that, it suddenly hit me that, um, you know, although we weren't down the pub because we're socially distanced and, you know, we're talking over the Zoom, which is, is, is why the sound quality is a bit weird for him and so smooth and velvety for me. I, I, I kind of thought, hang on a second. What I should do is put some sound effects on like uh, a pub. We could have a pub sound effect, and then yeah, we're we're like you know having a drink in a pub. I should probably say yeah. for the people listening in, you um, have been uh, a a doom uh, sorry a, a black metal yes. star. Um, yes. You know, a keyboard player in legendary cult band Cradle of Filth, who yes. were banned from every every venue in Sudbury. Uh, sorry, banned every, from in Suffolk. Every venue in Sudbury. Every venue. <laughs> yeah, that's not. I've been banned from every venue in <laughs> Sudbury. Uh, but but every every uh, venue in Suffolk, isn't it? Isn't that your? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is good. That's a claim to fame, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know about every. I'm sure we could have. I'm sure we could have <laughs> found found someone to put us on we were talking uh you know when we first sort of had this idea and we we're talking about hey let's record a podcast and you said something that, I, that has really stuck with me which was you know the storm of 87 and mm. you know when we're old farts in uh you know mm. the home uh, we're we're gonna be you know talk our kids are gonna be saying oh god stop going on about the lockdown you know stop yeah going on yeah about the lockdown granddad <laughs> and it is it's like the storm of 87 right so you said your kids yeah. had learned about this in school the great storm now i i have to admit i slept through the great storm uh, mm. completely slept through it my mother couldn't believe it a tree actually came down in my front garden and it was mm. i mean i'm not talking about a little tree it was like a you know 400 year old horse chestnut that's about like right. 80 feet high came down and i had yeah, i slept proper, through the whole thing proper bit of destruction yeah i mean i'm well i mean fortunately it fell in the road and just caused a major major car accident mm. and killed a whole bunch of people i mean if it had come through and damaged my ceiling and ripped my he-man poster i'd have been furious yeah so <laughs> that's that that was a don't don't write in that was a joke um <laughs> so what I, what I was gonna say there was what were you doing in the the storm of 87 uh, well, I uh, I was also at school like you. I'm I'm uh, what three four years younger than you. The old gone rabbit. Uh, 
<laughs> it's not a big enough difference that I feel I can <laughs> rub it in, unfortunately. Um, uh, but yeah, so I was also sort of, you know, due to go to school that day. And uh, I woke up, the wind on my window woke me up during the, during the hurricane. Now, I don't know if the worst of it was over or whatever, but it was about four o'clock in the morning. It was just starting to get light. Um, and I woke up and there was all this noise. And uh, I walk, walked through and my mum was already up. It had woken her up as well. And we looked out the kitchen window and there's a, there was a tree, like a fir tree we had in the back garden. And it must have been 30 feet high or something like that. It was a decent sized, you know, fir tree, like quite mature in that. And it was, uh, it was sort of bent over. The top half of it was horizontal. Um, and it, it didn't come out of the ground, but we were looking at it like, that must be a bloody strong wind, you know, because this tree was like, <laughs> waving about, but like literally going like over. Um, so that's my enduring memory of it. And then having no power. The, the village that, uh, that I uh, grew up in, which I now am, am back in, um, it has notorious, uh, notoriously had power cuts in, you know, winter, um, you know, that you get snowed in and uh, things like that. It's not even that remote, but it's, uh, you know, it's a bit out of town. Um, so, and that was like, we were without power for at least two or three days. Wow. Um, so it was a bit of an adventure. Didn't have to go to school. Um, the buses were cancelled, and uh, yeah, so it was, it was kind of uh, as a as a twelve year old or whatever, however old, old I would have been at the time. It was quite an adventure, really. I wasn't wasn't aware of the danger or the you know what a lucky escape we'd had. I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. These trees are blown over, and I get some time off school, and we get to cook on a, ca- a gas stove, you know. Things where probably we're looking at the lockdown with very different eyes from our kids, who will remember mm. this for different reasons, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, and, four and, months off school. Yeah, that's what e- they're going to remember. <laughs> everything, everything's an adventure when you're a kid, right? So although you mm-hmm. know, the same, there is lots of stuff that they're missing out on. They're missing their mates and stuff like this. There is that flip side, which is you know they're not looking at it and thinking about the economy uh, necessarily, and and you no. know uh, the 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 death toll uh, and all of that. And they're you know they've got that sort of frontier spirit, yeah. I guess, um, which is a good thing. Now listen. Mm-hmm. We've got to tie up our lockdown lemons. Um, I'm going okay. to do that without rubbing my hands together. Sorry, just in case that sounds... Ooh, ooh what's that? Ooh, stop that, Andrew. Um, so <laughs> so um, we've got to tie up our lockdown lemons. And so I want you, if you've got one, what has been your, your lockdown life lesson? What are you coming away with? Um, uh, oh, from lockdown. I wish, you, I wish you'd given me some time to prepare something profound and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like something you know uh, that, that that is actually going to be good. Um, but uh, I think perspective, you know, like uh, that um, on on all sorts of things, like how society works and how I structure my life, how we all structure our own lives what's uh you know all these things people said were impossible that are not impossible you know um working from home you know cutting out cutting down on the amount of travel that we need to do the amount of pollution that we need to create just to keep the economy going you know um and uh, helping homeless people you know um I know what they've suggested and what they've done in terms of uh, getting homeless people off the street. I know it's not a permanent solution and it doesn't address the root cause. And there's, you know, there's, there's a, a whole load of more complicated issues 
that aren't addressed by what they've done. But what they've proved is that if you've got the motivation to do it, you can get all the people off the street in a matter of days. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, you you can just go, okay, we want everyone housed. That's it. Spend the money. Do it. Um, you know, they've they've further confirmed that um, what what I've said for a long time, like uh, that um, you know, if if they want to fire a missile, they can fire it. So, you know, so there's a whole load of other stuff they can afford if yeah. the motivation is there. Yeah. Um, so I'm going, going off on a bit of a soapbox ramp, really. But, uh, but yeah, just lots of, lots of things that seemed impossible before or we were told were impossible before. Actually, not only are they totally possible, but they're happening now. And I think a lot of them are going to stay. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. That's, that's a great one. Okay, good. Well, listen, uh, thank you for being my first lockdown lemonade oh, thank you, thank you, uh, you know i've had a nice time thank you it's very exciting i'm going to try and edit this up and um minimize the the huge amount of sugar and uh water-based damage to my computer <laughs> my my keyboard uh I, my, thought, my... <laughs> I thought you were going to say the huge amount of waffle and the huge <laughs> amount of tangents that we go off on and you know yeah, using it, 10 words where one would be perfectly sufficient. You know what? That would be my lockdown lemonade life lesson, which is, you know, it's the waffle and the tangents that makes life worth living, man. Yeah, good. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. I, I feel all right about it now. Though. Yeah. Good. All right, listen. <laughs> okay, Ben Ryan, um, who, I, I full disclosure, is my hypnotist as well, uh, as uh, being my friend and content collaborator and a great many other things. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, thank you. So that's it. My first episode of Lockdown Lemonade was complete and I looked back on the experience and I thought, wow, I really enjoyed having that conversation. And I mean, obviously I'm bitterly disappointed with the thousands of pounds worth of damage that I've done to my home studio and um, yeah, maybe even crippled my ability to, to work or, or produce another episode of this but I'm hoping that you enjoyed it and if you did do share it or like it or subscribe it or you know uh, just have some kind of reaction I don't know turn, just you know smash your stuff Wah, smash it with a hammer because you're angry because you've just wasted some time that you'll never get back or you know hug your computer and go mm, I love you because you know what I love you too it's just gone to a weird place very quickly I um I hope I'll see you again and by see, I mean not see you at all, but uh, you'll listen to me, and that will make me feel good about myself. Because, yeah, I'd probably better stop recording now, actually. It's got, it's got, I'm just going to hug myself for a bit, okay? I, I love you. No, nothing? No? Okay. See you in the next lockdown.